We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Anderson and Akubo. The Bucks game is over. And now... It's time for the longest-running Pro Hoops post-game show in Milwaukee. Hear from the players. The most important thing, we trust one another. What happened, we trust one another, and uh, that's why we came up with uh, the win. The head coach. Um, you know, we're just going to have to be more disciplined. He's going to have to be more disciplined. And the fans. We have some talented players, no doubt about that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to compete at this level of the NBA with what we have going on. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops post-game show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Now, here's Steve Sparky Pfeiffer on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Best record in the NBA, number one seed throughout the playoffs. Who cares if it's Golden State? Bucks will have home court advantage. 128-122. Bucks over the Philadelphia 76ers tonight. That was an unbelievable basketball game. Just an unbelievable basketball game. Uh, yes. This is well-deserving of this song. Chair dance, man. You're listening on the radio.com app. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's right. Leto took the ball, pegged MB. They still won. No Brogdon. No Bledsoe. No Miritich. Still won. Come on. In Philly, they won. Without all that, still won. And they take the season series 2-1 against the Sixers. Best record in the NBA locked in. They will have home court throughout the playoffs, no matter how far they go. It's got to go through. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Get a warm coat, Charles. Get a warm coat. Actually, who knows? May. Maybe you won't need a warm coat. I love it. I just love it. T- tell me this, Mayor Mitch. You've been with me for most of this run of doing these postgame shows. Yep. Long time. Intern to on air, the whole deal. Right? Intern after interns come through here that we've worked with. We went through crappy season after crappy season. Did you ever think that we would be sitting here talking about the Bucks clinching the best record in the NBA with three games to go? No. I, I Some of those years, no way. No way. No. I mean. Not in our lifetime. I, I, I actually came across a Facebook message today from like 2013, and I was talking to somebody about, I read the message, and I, I'm I'm happy that this is my comment. Uh, that it, it was Giannis's rookie year, and I said he should have been starting. Somebody was was messaging me and saying that Giannis shouldn't be starting back All then. Right. And I said, yes, I he got, absolutely should play be. Him. And, and at, at, like at that time, for example, no way. OJ Mayo <laughs> was in that conversation. We've had a lot of people come through here. There was a, a tweet the other day. I forgot whose Twitter account it was. Somebody, some Buck fan, uh, said uh, most obscure Buck that you can come up with, right? Most random Buck. Wow. Mine was Avi Story. That was my most obscure Buck. Heard of him. I don't know what position he is or you know what he looks like, but I man, for me, I would I'd have to go like Miroslav Radulica. Oh, there's another one. Yeah, sure. Just yeah. the one one year, a couple of years ago. People probably uh-huh. know who he is now. Yeah. T- five years from now, nobody will know who he is. No. No, that's a good deal. So, I mean, that, that's the type of stuff that you're going through. Best record in the NBA. Locked in your Milwaukee Bucks. Boonholzer should be coach of the year. Horst should be executive of the year. Giannis should be MVP. Plain and simple. Expectations are raised. There is no question about that. And you know what the best part about this is? 
I don't got to take angry phone calls about Chris Milton's disappearance in the second half. <laughs> we could just talk about the Bucks winning and talk about how unbelievable uh, this truly is. We don't have to talk about Chris Middleton tonight. You're sure about that? Nope. Don't have uh, to talk about him at all. We could talk about Giannis, 45 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 5 block shots. Do you know the most impressive stat was from Giannis? Zero turnovers in 35 minutes. Zero. He'll have games of like 5 or 6, like Middleton had 5 tonight. He'll have those type of games. Again, you had no blood so. Because he got booted. And by the way, if you're going to throw a ball at anybody's head on that team, I'm all for throwing it at Embiid. I mean, I, like, I, I got no problem with that whatsoever. And it's in a regular season game. This isn't going to cost you, you know, the second game of a seven-game series for Bledsoe or anything else. Okay, fine. If it costs him Brooklyn, who cares? If it costs him the Atlanta game on Sunday, who cares? Right? It doesn't matter to me. Can't stand Embiid. Josen Zola has a, a Twitter poll going right now from his own personal Twitter account. About, you know, what Sixer do you dislike the most? And it was like Embiid, Butler, and J.J. Redick, I think. I, of course, voted J.J. Redick, but Embiid is just running away with it. There's like 800 votes uh, yeah. already. I win Embiid. I did. I, 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 I won J.J. Redick. I, I can't move past J.J. Redick. I, I just I cannot do it. By the way, I, I was at the uh, uh, the gym working out in the first half, right, me and the girl. And I come walk under the TV after I do my reps, look up, J.J. Redick hit a three. F-bomb, go back, come back, <laughs> look up, J.J. Redick hit another. I thought people were going to start really looking at me. I was getting angry. Then I turned around, Mitch, and I saw two dudes, high school, maybe college age, right, standing next to each other and taking a selfie of themselves at the gym. And what put is, everything in perspective right there. What has happened to our society that we got? And they're laughing and giggling like a bunch of schoolgirls. I was like, this is getting weirder by the moment. I just don't understand. Okay, that's a separate conversation. Bucks win 128-122. Lots of people want to talk about it, but let's go inside the box score first. How did tonight's game add up? Let's go inside the box score. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video, home entertainment and commercial audio video. Simply done right. ABCAudioVideo.com. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. Phone blowing up. People texting me about this game. 128, 122 bucks over the Sixers. Giannis, 35 points. 35 minutes, I should say. 13 and 22 from the field. 3 of 7 from 3. 16 of uh, 21. Uh, from the free throw line, 45 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 5 block shots for Giannis. Chris Middleton, 25 minutes, 7 of 18 from the floor, 3 of 6 from 3, 5 of 7 from the free throw line, 22 points, 3 boards, 4 assists, 2 steals, and 5 turnovers. Brooke Lopez, 31 minutes, 4 of 12 from the floor, 1 of 7 from 3, 9 points, 7 boards, 2 assists, a steal, and a block shot. Eric Bledsoe, 3 minutes, he got booted for throwing a ball at Embiid. Sterling Brown, 35 minutes, 5 of 12 from the floor, 1 of 3 from 3, 1 of 2 from the free throw line, 12 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, a steal, and 2 turnovers. DJ Wilson, 16 minutes, 3 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 2 from 3, 4 of 6 from the free throw line, 11 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, and one turnover. Ursan Ilyasova, 19 minutes, 1 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 4 from three-point range, three points, two rebounds for Ursan. Tim Frazier, 11 minutes, 1 of 2 from the floor, two points, three boards, two assists, and a turnover. George Hill was remarkable. Was just remarkable. 33 minutes. 33 minutes for George Hill. 7 of 13 from the floor, 2 of 3 from 3, 4 of 5 from the line, 20 points, 5 boards, 5 assists. Folks, if George Hill plays at that level the way he's played the last couple of games, you want to talk about X-Factors, that dude is going to be a huge X-Factor for this team, especially if Brogdon isn't able to go in the second round. Now, that's the target goal, which has been the whole time, but if something happens and he can't go in the second round, and George Hill's going to have to do stuff like this in order to, for the Bucks to overcome that. Pat Connaughton, 31 minutes, 1 of 4 from the field, 0 of 2 from 3, 2 of 2 from the line, 4 points, 6 boards, 2 assists, and a turnover. Bucks shoot 
42.2% from the field. The 76ers, 47.4% from the field. Three-point shooting, the Bucks 12 of 34. Philadelphia, 18 of 36. 32 of 43 from the free throw line for Philly. 14 of 8, or I should say for the Bucks. 14 of 18 from Philly from the free throw line. 43 rebounds for Philly. 50 for the Milwaukee Bucks. Assist 36-26, Philly advantage there. Turnovers, 13 for Philly, 10 for the Bucks. Bucks win 128-122. to They did it without Bledsoe, without Brogdon, and without Miritich. None of them really played. Well, Bledsoe three minutes and then you know, shot the ball in and beat. But he really obviously didn't do anything to help them. So without the three of them tonight, that was just... And now again, they didn't have Jimmy Butler. I get it. But that was, to me, really impressive. Uh, all right, let's see what we got on the phones. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057FM, the fan. What's up? Where are we going first? Jacob on the south side. You're up first on the fan. What's up, Jacob? Gentlemen, what a night. Uh, Bucks obviously, with the big win. I see the Cubs were getting whooped on uh, last I checked. Yeah, but, Rizzo uh, had a home run. Then Baez hit a home run, and then we turned it off. So they were down 9-3 last I saw. But, uh, I mean, my, my goodness, in recent history, this has got to be the most satisfying win I can remember, um, not just because of the Philly fan base and the bunch of clowns that they have rooting for that team, but just the unlikable jerks on that team. Um, and, you know, they're sitting there. They're not missing anything. And I, I felt so bad for Giannis because I'm like, everybody, I'm cursing out Chris Middleton. And I'm like, you know, I'm sending this message to the universe. Like, somebody has to step up. And Sterling Brown and George Hill, they must have, like, you know, felt that message across the universe. But um, I got to say, man, you know, it, it's a little bit uh, emotional uh, for me. And, you know, people can rip me all they want. But Sparky, man, me and you, we go way back. Like, I remember going to Fitzgibbons and watching the Bucks drop from there you go. In the lottery to six and, like, yep. you know, drinking away our sorrows and calling you guys on the postgame show and, and calling for Jason Kidd's head and just, um, you know, this goes back a long, long time. Like Sparky, me and you have kids now. Like that's yep. been through so much. And like to see this uh, at the beginning of the year, I'm watching this Bucks team in preseason, and I'm normally very, very down on the Bucks because as a Bucks fan, that's just what I'm conditioned to be. And they just there was something different about them. And I put a post up on Facebook that got lambasted because I said the Bucks are going to win 58 games this year. They're going to be the number one seed in the uh, East, and Giannis is going to win the MVP. And people tore me to shreds. So to say, you know, to watch a game like this, to get that 58th win um, in the manner that they did tonight, like you want to talk about satisfaction, like this is one of my highest moments as a Bucks fan. Um, hopefully it's just one of many more to come this year because it really feels like this is their year, and I think Giannis sealed up the MVP tonight. I mean, think that, about that, it. You're talking about Fitzgibbons back in the day when we used to do our post-game shows there. We did our draft shows there with Mike Maxey and myself and did all those fun shows there. That's where we were the night after uh, – Everybody showed up with brown bags on their head to Herb Cole. We were there that night oh uh, after God, the game. Yeah. And then everybody brought their brown bags in to Fitzgibbons after the game to come hang out for the postgame show that night. I, I, I remember that. And Doug Russell getting upset because we booed him because yes. that was our shtick. And then Correct. calling out Big Marco every time I'd call in on the, on yep. the postgame show. And he like, still called, and Big Marco still calls it from time to time down in Tennessee. So uh, you may hear from him tonight. You never know. Hey, man, thanks I a lot. I so, man. I appreciate it. Take care. Have a good night. Yeah, he's been around for a long time, that dude. Calling a long time. Him and Ben Marco had their little rivalry going on on the post-game show for a number of years. Uh, Okay, Mayor Mitch, where to next? Let's go to Mike downtown. Mike, you're up next on the fan. Hey, guys. Sparky, this is just so cool. I've been listening to you for 10-plus years, even back when it was Sparky's Midday Madness. Oh, yeah. Um, To me, you are like the face of the Bucks on uh in, in the radio in town here and i'm just so i'm pumped for myself but i'm so excited for you because you've sat with this team through thick and thin and we've got home court advantage for the entire playoffs through the finals we got the mvp and i remember listening to you talk to, about guys like ruben patterson and Yi Jian lian and it's just crazy to think that we came this far so thank you so much for uh for being there even when we had those really, really bad teams. Hey, man, I appreciate uh, all the love. Thanks a lot uh, for the call. And you you know something? Um, We uh, have been here, obviously, for uh, uh, quite a while, right? I mean, we started this uh, 
started this thing in January of 2005, and the first year uh, we were on the air, the main thing was get a Packer show, all right? F- figure out how to get a Packer show. That's got to be the first thing we do. And went out and hired Gary Ellerson, brought him in, uh, and did a midday show, him and uh, Cliff Saunders back in the day that eventually obviously led to the afternoon show. They did Gary did post-game shows and has done post-game shows every year uh, since Gary's been here. Uh, then Tim Allen, uh, who was here part-time, uh, was begging and pleading to do a post-game show after Brewer games because there wasn't one in town. Uh, got that done, uh, and then he and I worked together for years on that. And then the following year, after Tim did the first year of the Brewers post-game show, uh, I asked if I could do a Bucks post-game show. And they said, hey, if you really want to work all those extra hours on your full-time salary, you go right ahead, sunshine. So I said, all right, I got nothing else to do with my life. Let's do this. So I started doing it, and we've been doing it ever since. Um, and as you know, people have pointed out, life changes, right? I got a family now. I'm not cold and lonely and single anymore in my own place. Um, so other things take over, but that doesn't change, you know, the passion or the fandom that you have uh, for a team. And uh, this Bucks team has been just that, a passion of mine, and I've been a big fan of this team for a long, long, long time, and I appreciate everybody that has supported and listened to this post-game show over the course of time. Uh, so my big heartfelt thank you to everybody that's uh, listened to this show, all the sponsors uh, that have been a part of this show. You know, Fitzgibbons was brought up. Uh, they're not even there anymore on Water Street. In fact, I was just down on Water Street last weekend. Um, but he was a huge supporter of this show for the first that several years. That sounds familiar. He was a as, huge— As a younger yeah. generation. He I, was a huge supporter of this show for the first several years. We did pretty much all of our remotes from his bar. Um, and so always, always grateful to that dude. Uh, he's always been a big supporter of, of myself and the show. So, all right, let's get back to some more calls here. 414-799-1250, where to? Let's go to Greg in Waukesha. Greg, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Greg? Hey, Sparky. Hey, Mayor Mitch. Um, hey, Sparky, good to hear you. As long as we're reminiscing, can I just say, I remember back in the day listening to you uh, when you were with uh, Pat I don't know if you were ever with Pat Sheridan on the other station. No, but... I, I wasn't, but I was. I produced a show that Pat Sheridan would come on, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, just reminiscing a little bit. But, hey, listen, guys, Giannis is the leader of this team. I personally believe that Giannis makes everyone on this team play better, better offense, better defense. I don't know if he spends time coaching his teammates. Listen, 45 points for Giannis is kind of a lopsided number, right? But I guess that's what happens in today's NBA. Players score big, and they your your lead player scores scores big time. And but Giannis is a special player, and uh, they don't call him the Greek freak for nothing. And I'll just I'll just end with this. Um, the uh, I was listening to the uh, six the Sixers broadcast right after the game ended tonight, uh, before I turned to you guys, the Sixers radio broadcast, and uh, they couldn't find any one of the 76ers to interview. Still haven't made it down to Pfizer, but hopefully soon, man, because this is, man, I believe that New Arena, you know, winning team, I'm, I'm believing the hype. I'm drinking the Kool-Aid, so thanks. I appreciate you listening, man, and uh, you definitely got to get down there. That arena is pretty cool. I, I was able to get to uh, my first concert uh, at that arena last weekend for Eric Church on that Friday night. That's why I, I took him off the big show. I mean, a girl went down there with a couple people here from work, and uh, that that was just simply amazing. And, and, you know, I remember Peter Fagan coming on numerous times and telling me that, hey, look, sound quality, music, all that. It's going to be awesome. You're you're going to see. You're going to like it, and uh, I, I liked it a lot. And that tr- that 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 church concert, man, we had three and a half hours, whatever the case may be, uh, three and a half hours or something like that. Uh, and it was just a great concert, and the place was sold out capacity. So yeah, highly recommend it. Been there for Bucks basketball. Very cool environment. I like it much better than what the Bradley Center was. Uh, and concerts, I like it much better than what that was, too, uh, for the Bradley Center. Definitely a huge upgrade. All right. Uh, before we get to a sports flash, how about the uh, Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza play of the game? We know you can do that. Giannis had a cool 
listening to the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops Post Game Show. What play had you screaming? Brought to you by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Premium Frozen Products and Kraft Pizzas. All right, all right. Mayor Mitch, the Chairman Evan, other side of the glass. My 18 that hangs out with me on most of these nights and will be with me throughout the playoffs, I'm sure. And whoever else may be in here in my place uh, on certain games. Mayor Mitch, you need well, a there, there do you were... need a Harry's razor? Because, I mean, you've got yeah, a, a whole bit. bunch of hair going on over there, yeah, buddy. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, it uh, looks good, though, your beard. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. There, so there were a lot of plays down the stretch there where I would say you could argue, you know, had strong nominations. But I will go with George Hill. Big off the bench tonight, 20 points. And uh, none really bigger than this one to give the Bucks the lead on a layup. I think Sterling Brown with the feed on this one. With a rare miss, came up short. It's Hill ahead of the field. And the Bucks take a two-point lead. Great a job of running the floor by Hill, but how about having the head up there by Giannis? You, uh... That was from Giannis. <laughs> yeah, that uh, TNT uh, highlight there. You like Marv Albert? On the call? Um, you and I were talking about this off the air. I mean, I did, you know, 10, 15 years. He, you know, he's, he's fine. He, he, he has, the, he's like, to me, he's the voice of the NBA almost. Yes. So that, that gives him some points with, right. with me. You know, I grew up in the 90s. Favorite radio analyst on national TV? Favorite radio guy? Favorite analyst, not radio, but favorite TV analyst. My favorite, who is my favorite yeah. analyst? Who is it? I, I like Hubie a lot. That's mine. I that's, like Hubie. I, th- I, th- that's mine, I thought not he even struggled close. in the last game on ABC against right. the Sixers. Yep. Just some of the things I, I didn't like, I didn't get down with. But usually he's the most unbiased and spot-on guy. I no love, question about it. Love Hubie Brown. Absolutely love him. All right, let's get to a sports flash with the mayor, Mitch Ross. to give you updates on the Bucks clinching the best record in the NBA. And we are here taking your calls, taking your tweets at 105.7 FM. The fan hit us up on Facebook. And uh, if you can't listen to us on the radio, obviously there's that radio.com app. Lots of people check that out each and every night after the Bucks game. Tell your friends this is where you want to be for the postseason. What defensive play stood out? Here's the Laborers Local 113 defensive play of the game. The Laborers Local 113 Milwaukee. Feel the power at liuna113.org. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Presented by Palermo Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. All right, so Bucks get the win, 128-122 over the Sixers. Clinch the best record in the NBA. And, oh, by the way, they're one win away from 60. One win away from 60, 6-0. 50 was a big deal. 60 is an even bigger deal at this point. And you're going to get it because Brooklyn is Saturday night. I'll be back here with you on Saturday night after the Brooklyn game. Or Saturday afternoon, actually. It's a 4 o'clock start. Uh, so we'll be back here Saturday night. And then Sunday is at Atlanta. Uh, and then Wednesday's Oklahoma City. I'm here to tell you, if they don't play Giannis against Atlanta and Oklahoma City, I'm totally fine with it. Like I'm, that's totally good with me. Give him a week off and get ready. Because again, I don't care if he's rusty against whatever crappy team you get in the first round. It doesn't matter to me. You're still going to win. So, and same goes with anybody else who needs a day off is Brooke Lopez. That's who deserves a day off. Like Atlanta, you gave him. Brooke Lopez and the G League experience. Well, next time you play Atlanta, it should be whoever without Brooke Lopez. There's no need to play him in that Atlanta game. He deserves a day off and some rest. He's been playing every game uh, going out there. All right, defensive play of the game, Mayor Mitch, courtesy of TNT. Defensive play of the game, Giannis Dedekumbo had a couple of, well, five blocks for the night. Yep. A couple of big ones on Embiid. Here's the one where he knocks him on his uh, tailbone early in the third quarter. For those of you who may have missed the early moments, a little scrap between Joel Embiid, Mike Scott. Oh, 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 oh my God. goodness. As Embiid went down hard, looked like he landed on his hip. Right on his 
tailbone, it looked like, from this oh, angle. Red, oh. I tell you, I that is... That hurt me to, to watch that. Pretty sure he survived. Yeah, he's fine. Don't worry about him. He, he, he'll figure it out. Uh, 128, 122 bucks over the Sixers. Highlight courtesy of TNT. Where to, Mayor Mitch? Let's go to Trell on the north side. Trell, you're up next on the fan. What's up, man? Yahoo! Hey! Celebration! It's definitely the first Yahoo I've ever heard from Trell in all the time on the radio. Hey, Rocky, cool the game. Man, Sparky, that was a big win. I was on the edge of my seat. I wanted this game so bad. I do not like the 76ers. Nor do I. Can I name about five players I don't like on them. But, uh, I mean, the, the obvious choices is Embiid and and, um, and uh, Jimmy Butler and, and, and J.J. Reddick. But I really don't like Ben Simmons. He's a fake tough guy. Yeah. I really do not like him. And um, I'm glad that Giannis played with the fervor that he played with this game. I think um, as the game waned on, the team started to, to carry that. I, I, I was really disappointed with Milton, but uh, for, for George Hill and Sterling Brown, um, those guys that played the way that they played, uh, DJ Wilson coming off the bench too, I think it was, it was big for this team to get that win. I did not want to lose this game, and I'm glad that they closed it out. And that's one thing the Sixers, they had problems in the playoffs with last year. They don't know how to close games at the end. And, they, and it's hard for them to get defensive stops. Now, Jimmy Butler will help with them closing out. I will give them credit on that. Sure but will. they still have problems getting defense, defensive stops, and um, the Bucks don't. Well, I'll and tell I you something else. The Bucks probably don't go on that run at the end of the game if Jimmy Butler's playing because he's probably hitting a couple of shots for Philly at the end. That's yeah, what happened I, last game. Jimmy Butler was their guy at the end of that game. It wasn't Embiid. Yep, yeah, that's true. Um, I, I, I think I, I'll cancel that out because our, our starting backcourt was out. Point guard in Agreed. Guard, yes. Um, for that matter. So, yep. No um, doubt. I'm, I'm just happy that they got this. Um, it's getting more and more emotional as the season goes on. For me, I mean, this 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 win was was emotional because they clinched. I never thought I'd see a Bucks team, at least in you know this this soon, clinch throughout, even over the Western Conference, and and, and that's that's a big. A big token right there. And the great and, um, part about it is when all these talking heads in the playoffs start, they still won't pick the Bucks to win these. Watch. Mark my words. So they won't, but but I think that drives a player like Giannis. Well, it like, should. Like I said, yeah, I agree. Hey, Trell, I got to run, man. I just got a bunch of calls. Okay. Hey, but take care. Have a good night. Trell's been with us the whole time uh, as well. All right, where to next, Mary Mitch? We're going to go to Big Marco next. Uh, I told you he's going to call. Where are you, where are you at tonight, Big Marco? What's clocking, Milwaukee? Boom. Where are you That's at? Cool. Man, I'm over in Huntsville right now, man. Huntsville, Alabama. All right. That's right. That's right, man. And, and I'll tell you this. Here, here are my uh, obscure bucks over the generations. Ala Abdel Nabi in the That's, 80s. Yep. Anthony Goldwire oh. in the 90s. Horrible guard, yeah. Cox Sing Jing in the 2000s. Yep. Yep, all there good ones. Go, all good ones. Man, I am proud of this team. I am proud of this team. I have been critical of this team for over 25 years since every person has ever heard me. Some of you have grown up listening to me complaining about the Bucks. Man, I am happy. Man. Dude, this team is going. Going where? Man, this team is going. Going where? Man, dude, we're, well, one thing's for sure is we're out of the first round. You're damn right. You're damn and right man, about we that. Could, we could beat Boston. Yeah. We, can, dude, we, we can take any of these teams in the yes, Eastern Conference. Absolutely, they can. They can take anybody left in the league. I mean, they and can beat Golden State. It, think about it. We are hurt, dude, and we're doing this. Exactly. When is it, the fear of the deer year? What happened? Bogut got injured and it stifled our season. Well, you know, listen, we didn't have anybody do to sit here and back us up. Well, you know, the players, dude, that we had, you know, were good enough, you know, to get us, yeah. you know, you know, into the playoffs, but they couldn't do nothing. Yeah. Well, okay. And, uh, and we had a. Go ahead, buddy. I, I got you. Yeah, but, all right. Thanks for the call, Big Mark. I'll talk to you in the playoffs, buddy. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, but I mean, for the dear year, you had Superman, a.k.a. John Salmons, out of his mind. And then we, as we always did back in the day, gave him a bunch of dumb money that he didn't deserve on a half a season. But that's why that happened, right? John Salmons carried you in the second half of that season. That's exactly what happened. And and then it just ran out. Who when did they got, trade for? I think it was Hakeem Warwick. Yeah, got traded. Knucklehead? Hakeem Warwick? Yeah. I mean, 
He was fine. Yeah. It was Joe, Joe Alexander, too. That was another horrible pick. Joe Alexander, first of all, if you go back to that point, they traded for well, Richard that's John Jefferson. Hammond's first pick. They drafted Richard Jefferson. Or they traded for Richard Jefferson. Then they we were at Fitzgibbons this this night. They traded for Richard Jefferson. They drafted Joe Alexander and then drafted Bahamute in the second round. And I'll never forget it. I looked at Maxie and I'm like, five name they just drafted. He's like, aren't you gonna say his name? I'm like, if he makes a team, I'll learn how to say his name. He's five name. How many forwards do we need on this team? I was just besides myself. Like I cannot. And then you look back. Bob Mute was the best one of all, of all three of the forwards. Yep, that he's way. still playing. He was the best one by far. All right, where to next? Let's go to let's go Benji and Mequon. You're up next on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Probes post game show. What's up, Benji? Oh, hey, Sparky. Good. Listen, man. Um, generally, kind of upset about that game. Not very good defense, but you know, like let's be happy while we can. You know, Thank we you. just got the best record in the NBA. Correct. You know, let's celebrate. Um, here's something that kind of agitated me. I kind of try not to listen to these like big name sports hosts and stuff like that. But this tweet by this idiot Skip Bayless really just grinded my gears. So I'm gonna quickly read it. it says. Um, highly impressive late rally by the shorthanded Bucks at Sixers. Giannis and Embiid gave us a highly entertaining clash of the new Titans. Mega stats by both. But I'll still take Embiid just a little better in every way, more confident, more sure of himself. Like, where does this guy pull it, like this crap out of? Like, I don't think – I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I bet you money there are other people that would agree with him. Like, listen, like, don't get me wrong. I think Joel Embiid is a great player, and I think arguably the best big man in the league. However, that game, in my opinion, has just established um, Giannis's dominance, not only in the league, but as MVP candidate for this season. Right. I don't know, 45-13-6-5 with zero turnovers? Like, come on now, like... Those are like unbelievable numbers. They are unbelievable numbers, but Embiid's Embiid's numbers were also unbelievable uh, tonight as well. In fact, let's do that. Thanks for the call. Let's uh, eye up the enemy here, and uh, I'll tell you exactly what type of numbers uh, Joel Embiid had tonight. He wasn't a slouch himself. Behold our mortal enemy. We're keeping an eye on the enemy. How did the bad guy look tonight? Sponsored by Coach's Pub and Grill on South 13th Street. Stop in today for lunch or dinner and try their fabulous Friday fish fry. Now open, Coach's on Lake Danoon. Joel Embiid, 12 of 31, 3 of 9 from 3, 7 of 10 from the line, 34 points, 13 boards, 13 assists, 2 steals, 3 blocks, and 3 turnovers in 37 minutes. Now that great plus-minus stat that everybody loves so much, that stat line got Joel Embiid a zero in the plus-minus stat line. It's just such a useless stat line. I just absolutely cannot stand that That's because guess who was on the floor every time he was. Yeah. But, but still, it's just I think it's a garbage stat. Uh, okay, J.J. Redick. Can't stand that dude. He Bucks just killer. continued to hit threes. 10 of 15 from the floor, 5 and 9 from three. He had 29 points. 22 uh, for Mike Scott, former Hawk. Uh, he had 6 of 8 from three. That's ridiculous. Uh, Tobias Harris didn't do much. 13 and 9 for him. He wasn't a huge factor in this game. But Mike Scott and J.J. Redick. Embiid's going to be Embiid. I get that. But you, Redick and Scott, you can't have them shooting threes the way they did. 11 of 17 between the two of them. Goodness gracious. Bucks win 128-122. If you're on hold, we'll try and get you up. Coming up next as well. We'll give you the drive of the game straight ahead. It's a big and save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show presented to you by Screaming Sicilian Frozen Pizza. It's so, so good. This is the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pro Hoops postgame show. Let's get tonight's Wrench and Go drive of the game. Need auto parts? Wrench and Go is a self-service yard. Bring your own tools and access the lowest-priced auto parts around. This is the only station Bucks fans need. 105.7 FM, The Fan. All right, so Bucks uh, take care of business tonight. 59 wins, going for win 60 Saturday afternoon. 4 o'clock tip against Brooklyn. We'll be on the air following that one. I'll be back in this chair uh, with this very show again, looking for win 60. 128-122 bucks over the Sixers. Uh, tonight, Steve Sparky Fiverr with you, Mayor Mitch, uh, the chairman of the DJ Wilson Fan Club, Evan, other side of the glass. Giannis, 45 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 5 blocks, no turnovers on the night for Giannis. Drive up the game, Mayor Mitch. What you got? 
Well, it's not really a drive, but I'm going to give Giannis some more love here, another MVP-type performance. That sequence where he and Embiid matched threes was 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 pretty big there down the stretch in the fourth quarter. I just got to sit back and laugh. What was that old slogan we said? I love this game because right now these two guys are putting on a show. I'll say this. That's a highlight courtesy of TNT. I wouldn't chase out after Joel Embiid. Go ahead. Shoot no. 20 of them if you want, dude. I'm not chasing at you at all. Brooke, just stay back. Let he him take like it. shoots like 30%. I, I, go right ahead. Take all the threes you want. If I was Philly, I wouldn't chase after Giannis either. Go ahead, take it. I, I'm going to do that versus letting you go running up on me, especially on beating wants to take that mid-range jumper. So you go ahead, you take your threes, dude. Take all you want. If you get hot on a given night, fine, I'll deal with it. But otherwise, take as many as you want, and you're going to throw up a bunch of bricks in the process. All right, Mayor Mitch, where to? Let's go to Chris in Hales Corners. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Chris? Hey, Spark. Um, just continue on this reminiscent train we got going. I remember listening to you after – one of the 2009-2010 playoff games, it was Game 5 in Atlanta, and that was probably the most excited post-game show that I remember you being. Because we thought we had won. a chance to win the series. <laughs> it was when uh, I still remember Ersan getting the offensive rebound, kicking out to Delfino in the corner, yep. hitting a three, and then, of course, we all thought Game 6 would be over, heading over to face Dwight's Magic, but... We know how the rest of that series. Yeah, went. it turned out like typical Bucks, but yeah, I, I got a, I got a question too. With that, do you guys still play the Green and Growing song? No, I remember that being on there. Okay, that was a good song. I like that one. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, I changed the theme music for the show this year. Uh, I just kind of changed everything, and even celebration, we haven't played as much. And my my reasoning for it was new arena. Uh, so we kind of just changed everything up with the new coach, the whole deal, and uh, like our old music, we don't even play the old music anymore. That's why we went to this more modern, hipper music that I guess that we have this year. All right, that makes sense. Makes sense. And my quick take on this game, just for tonight, um, I was just telling my Bucks bros too that it's not a game that most teams really should win. We're down two guards, our two starting guards. We're down Snell, Miritich. These are all playoff rotation guys on the road against the three seed team that. Even good teams should not win this game. I think that just speaks to how special this team is. Tonight it was George Hill, and that was, I mean, underrated move by John Horst of the year, acquiring George Hill for Delhi and Henson, I think. Well, not not to mention the fact that you get all that, that, that cap space, too, because you have exactly. $1 million buyout. So thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you yeah. listening all these years. And uh, that Atlanta series, man, I really thought they were going to win that damn series. Man, they had all the momentum going into that playoffs. They had all of it right there on their side. Everything was going their way. Atlanta was Atlanta. You know, Josh Smith and all those fools. You're just like, man, they got a chance. And remember, Atlanta's crowd wasn't all that good. Buck's crowd was on edge, just ready to go. Ugh. All right. Where to? Uh, let's go to Aaron in Kakana. You're up next on the Pick and Save Milwaukee Pros postgame show. What's up, Aaron? Woohoo! Wow. This. 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 Okay, not only Giannis is MVP, this whole Bucks team is MVP, including Budenholzer and the rest of all of them. Congrats to the Bucks, and this is just, I've, ne- I've never seen all this greatness in my life as a Bucks fan. Uh, yeah, I haven't either, to be honest with you. I mean, the big three year was that one year, and we thought it would be, be able to be sustained. It wasn't. They brought in a chemistry killer in Anthony Mason. That was the end of that. But there, there was no Giannis on that team. Do you see Philly as a threat after tonight? Yeah. Because I do. Yeah, I, I see for Philly sure. more as a threat than Toronto. Uh, no. I don't think I'm there on that. Um, but they're they're both going to be a threat. And if Boston learns how to flip a switch, thanks for the call. If We talked about this on the big show. If Boston gets that huge rah-rah speech that unites them just for the playoffs, they're going to be a problem. Because they've got a ton of talent. They just don't get along and can't get on the same page. But if you get some big rah-rah speech that unites them, you never know what happens in sports, how all of a sudden everything can look pretty. Matt Velasquez, who's going to be joining us here in about 25 minutes, uh, just tweeted out, ask Giannis how he expects the Bucks will handle the last three games if he thinks he'll rest. What do you think Giannis said? I want to play. He said, asked if he thinks he'll rest. Giannis said, hell no. <laughs> 
and I, I mean, that's nice, but I still wouldn't play him against Atlanta or Oklahoma City. You don't play against Brooklyn Saturday, that's fine, then you're done. You're done, you can take a week off, and then we'll get back at it. i got to save your knee and everything else on your body. Uh, okay, so uh, injury report here, Mitch. Who's banged up on the Bucks? Once I felt I could put weight on it, I was like, I had to get back out there. This is the McCormick Law Office Milwaukee Injury Report. McCormick Law Office, the back injury attorneys. All right, let's look at the injury report. We've been talking about it. Uh, nothing really new has changed. Uh, Bledsoe's not hurt. He just got kicked out of the game, ejected for throwing a ball at MD. Don't blame him. Uh, Brogdon's still out. The goal still is the second round of the playoffs. Snell, I think they're just being cautious with at this point. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'll be back in time for the playoffs without doubt. Uh, Meritage, we haven't heard a ton about, uh, but I would assume he'll be back at least uh, for the second round of the playoffs, if not for the opening round. But Again, they don't need him in the opening round of the playoffs. They need him for the second round of the playoffs. Uh, and I'm sorry if you think I'm taking the first round of the playoffs lightly, because I am. I expect them to sweep whoever they get. So there, I said it. Uh, so from that aspect, those are your your big key cogs that you have to worry about. Pau Gasol, it doesn't appear they need Pau Gasol at this point, but I like his leadership. I still like everything that goes along with him in the locker room and off the court. So that's all good stuff uh, going forward. All right, Mayor Mitchell, uh, let's get one more here. One more. Let's go to let's go out to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Why not? It's Will. You're up next on the fan. What's up, Will? What's going on, boys? Usually I call from Austin, but um, I'm in Albuquerque this week. Uh, we have come a long way since the days of Dan Gadsreach and Larry Kristoviak. Yep. Um, you know, those of us. Uh, I'm 35, so I kind of came came of age during the Big Three era. And then, you know, just living through the very lean era, uh, kind of the mid-2000s. And, you know, it's great uh, that the team is back in prominence. You know, we've suffered through a lot of bad deals, you know, bad front office moves. I love Herb Cole, but, you know, there were some bad ownership decisions as well. So, you know, it's just for someone like me, you know, who's followed the team for 25 years, it's uh, it's really great. So, uh, good luck in the playoffs, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Sounds good, man. Thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger. Uh, David tweets at 105.7 The Fan. Does everybody know we drafted Parker instead of Embiid? Oh, the possibilities. My buddy Peanut Gallery texted me earlier tonight. I didn't respond to him because I've been running around my head chopped off, but uh, asking, you know, could, what do you think they would be with, with Embiid instead of Jabari Parker? If we go back to that draft show that night that we did, that was the night that I was really, really sick and had been in the hospital and got out there that night for the Parker pick because it was a big pick in Bucks history. Um, and I said, I don't care, take either one of them. And I questioned whether or not Parker and Yass could play together and kind of just floated out there the Embiid thing, even though he was injury prone and everything else. Then you fast forward a couple of years and he's still hurt. And now they're talking about, okay, who are we going to trade off from this Philly team and, and kind of get ones or whatever else? And I said, just give up a one for Embiid. And everybody laughed at me and said, you can't trade a one for a guy that can't play Sparky. He's hurt all the time. I said, who cares? Whoever you get with that pick, it's not going to be anywhere close to what he is if he reaches his ceiling. And, of course, that didn't happen, and they didn't trade him, and they held on to him, and now he's turned into this guy. The two teams that were sitting there, Cleveland and Milwaukee, you could have replaced those two teams with Philly or anybody else in that draft, it still would have been Wiggins and Parker. It might have won in the reverse order. Parker might have went one, Wiggins would have went two. But there was no debate about who was going one and two. Nobody was taking Embiid that high with his history. just wasn't happening. Philly and Crazy Hinky, he didn't care. Yeah. Because he was starting over and the rebuild was in plan for 10, 20 years, however long his rebuild plan was. And he was just going to gamble on high-ceiling guys, even if they were hurt, and if they got healthy, home run time. And Embiid got healthy. He wasn't here to see it. Uh, and now he's just a legend in Philly, and that's the end of that. But I, I just, I, it's like the Packers getting hammered on the Tony Mandridge draft pick. Well, they could have taken Barry Sanders. Well, they could have done this. Sure, they could have. Deion Sanders and whoever else was in that draft, Derek Thomas, the draft was star studded. Nobody would have taken anybody other than Tony Mandridge at two. Eggman was going one, Mandridge was going two. I don't care what general manager in the NFL that year was making that pick, they would have made the exact same pick. Tony Mandridge was a phenom that year, and you were taking that kid. It was a bust, but you were taking that kid. All right, Chili's MVB of the game. We need to know this for Chuck and Winkler tomorrow morning. 
Bucks fans, let's get tonight's Chili's MVB. Be the first to know this standout player tomorrow morning at 8.35 during Chuck and Winkler to win free food from Chili's. Chili's is back, baby. Back. All right, so Bucks over the 76ers, 128-122. Chili's MVB. All right, Chairman, wake up. Evan, I'm going to give you two options for the Chili's MVB. Giannis, 45 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 5 blocks, no turnovers. Or the other one that is in heavy consideration for me is George Hill, 20 points, 5 boards, 5 assists, no turnovers, and 33 minutes of action for George Hill off the bench. Who should be the Chili's MVB tomorrow morning? Those are your only two options. Don't give me DJ Wilson. Those are your only two options for Chuck and Winkler tomorrow morning. Who you got? I'd go George Hill. George I think Hill. That fourth quarter, he was huge. the reason that we were in that game. Huge. Uh, he got fouled in that three-point shot, made a huge three-point shot over Embiid, yep. hit the layup to give the Bucks the lead. I feel like you have to go with him. Good. That's who I wanted to go with. George Hill, your Chili's MVB tomorrow morning for Chuck and Winkler. Even though there's no Winkler, there will be crunchy Kevin Holden from CBS 58 in there along with Ryan Horvath. So make sure to tune in tomorrow morning at 6. Guarantee you they will be talking about this game and having the best record in the NBA. Time for a sports flash with Mayor Mitch still to come. Matt Velasquez, more of your calls. To see those of you on hold, we will get to you. Read some more tweets. All straight ahead here on The Fan. Giannis tracks it down and jams. There's always something unexpected that changes the game. It's going to be crazy, man. Here's tonight's X Factor of the Game. Brought to you by Brian Stratton College Athletics. Offering athletic scholarships in 15 junior college sports. Learn more at bscbobcats.com. All right, Bucks get the win over the Philadelphia 76ers, 128-122. We will hear from Matt Velasquez of the Journal Settle down in Philly. Coming up in about 15 minutes from right now. Don't want to miss that one. Giannis, 45 points, 13 boards, 6 assists, 5 blocks. X-Factor of the game. Same guy that got the Chili's MVB, George Hill. Uh, your X-Factor of the game tonight. Coming off the bench with 20 points, 5 boards, 5 assists. The other X-Factor of the game had the Bucks lost would have been Philly's three-point shooting. That would have been the X-Factor had the Bucks lost, I think. Absolutely could not miss, especially in the fourth quarter. Bucks. I mean, somehow, I have, I don't even know how they did that. Yep. And there have been probably a dozen games where I've said the same thing this year. It's just been, you know, luck, I, I guess. And it's just everything's on it. But they also, they lock down in defense. They make shots. There isn't any real significant luck. It's just the other team kind of folds, and but they but they force them to do it. I mean, you saw Philly tonight. How many turnovers down the stretch there? Two two huge ones, I think, in a row. Right. And that was due to the Bucks' length and been several games this year where it's just like, I don't even know how they won that game, but they did. Yeah, I know. I, I totally agree with you on that. Uh, it, it is amazing to be able to win this game, again, especially without your backcourt because Bledsoe got kicked out, throwing a ball at MB, well, no Brogdon. And had they lost, that would have been an X factor as well. I mean, in a, sure, you already have a, a pretty depleted roster and Bledsoe goes and loses his cool. Yep. Two minutes into a game. And they overcome and still win. How crazy is that? All right, let's get back to the phones. 414-799-1250. Where are we to next? Anthony in Milwaukee, you're up next on the fan. What's up, Anthony? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm a longtime listener to the show. This is kind of surreal because I haven't called in a long time, and I haven't called all season because I've been hopeful that they'd be here at this point in the season, but I've kind of been waiting. But um, there's so many things to celebrate about tonight. I'm old enough that I remember my mom and dad um, enjoying the Bucks winning a championship. When Lou Alcindor was here and playing with Oscar Robertson in his twilight years, and I remember my mother becoming such a Bucks fan that she was screaming. I was too young to really know what was going on. I was in the other room, probably in a playpen. But my mother would be screaming at the television, celebrating you know, the Bucks being that good as an expansion franchise. And then I was living through those years as a high school kid, watching those unbelievably great Bucks teams with Marcus Johnson, Sidney Moncrief, the best sixth man in the NBA, Junior Bridgman, Brian Winters, who was so unbelievable as an outside shooter, he'd be scoring lights out in the NBA now if he was playing, and the Bucks couldn't get past Philly or Boston in the East. Those teams were loaded, and it was so distasteful to watch the Bucks lose 
to Philadelphia or even win against Philadelphia, see Marcus Johnson play his butt off, outplay Julius Irving, and get no press whatsoever. And Julius Irving is being celebrated as the superstar. And those of us who are Bucks fans knew Marcus Johnson was Julius Irving's equal on many nights. But the NBA wasn't even really acknowledging it. And it's been so great to see Marcus come home, as it were, and be celebrated this year. He's covering the team now, which is fantastic. And, you know, his number gets retired. And the thing is, that was not a likable Philly team back then because they were so darn good and Julius was Julius. This is not a likable Philly team because there are a bunch of crybabies after every call because they seem smug and they've won nothing. Simmons is a, a fake tough guy. And Joel Embiid may be a freak, guys, but he's also a clumsy oaf at times who's kind of a bully to smaller players. And when I saw what happened with Bledsoe when they played it you know, in slow motion, Embiid pushed him first, Bledsoe pushed him back. Embiid threw the ball, Bledsoe threw the ball back and nearly hit him in the face, and that got him ejected. It should have been a double technical. Both of them should have been out. But Embiid's the star, Bledsoe isn't. But you know what this showed tonight? They're hobbled without Malcolm Brockton, and they were really down without Eric. They shouldn't have won this game. Toughness and the bench won this game for them. You saw on Giannis' face and on Sterling's face in the fourth quarter, they were not going to lose. And that's been the key all year. The chemistry that they have put together with this team, what, what Coach Bud has done has been unbelievable, and they are mentally tough. I agree. They, they finish as a team. Yep. Middleton can't finish. Middleton is a no, no. Stop, 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 stop. No. Sometimes he's so smooth he, he hesitates around the basket and doesn't finish yeah. enough. Should have had over thirty tonight. I, I got. I, you. I love the guy, but I just I, he struggles sometimes. To, he does. But you know what? His team picks him up. Exactly. Tonight, right. All right. Let's leave it. Let's end. let's leave it that for that. Likes for your. Uh, I, I enjoyed hearing from you. We haven't talked in a long time. You're right about that. But I remember you for certain. Thanks a lot for calling in, man. Don't be a stranger. He and I have fought quite a few times on the radio back in the day. Uh, okay, where to next, Mary? Mitch? Squeeze another one in here. Let's go, Adam and Tulsa. He's been holding a while. What's up, Adam? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. Um, Hey, Sparky. Um, long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks. Uh, appreciate what you do. Um, just wanted to talk about quick uh, George Hill. Um, that was my favorite move of the year, uh, getting rid of uh, Della Vadova and Henson and getting George Hill. Um, I think that was the most um, best thing that we could have done as far as we go. Um, disagree with the last caller in regards to Middleton. Um, I know that sometimes he doesn't come up huge as we want, um, but as far as like an all-star to go with Giannis, I think we should keep him around. Um, but I think Giannis cemented himself as the MVP tonight. Um, and I don't know. I'm just really happy for the Bucks team. I'm happy for you um, for all the work that you've done over the years, and I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. I appreciate the call. We've done so well. We've done so well. We've been on the air an hour. We've had nobody really go after Middleton. Really? Have it. I mean, he defended Middleton there, but really, we've avoided it most of the night. Well, it's you right? know, a victory. Everybody's right? positive. That's what I told you. With a win, we don't have to talk about Chris Middleton. And those of you that want to talk about Chris Middleton, go back and listen to the Chauncey Billups interview from Monday on The Big Show. John Paul Buick, GMC's Fan On Demand uh, at 1057FMTheFan.com. Go back and listen. As I asked him about Middleton. I asked him about whether or not he could be one on another team. Go back and listen to hear what Chauncey Billups had to say about Chris Middleton. Just just do it. Trust me. All right, one last call. Where are we going? Last up, Roger and Cudahy. You're up next on the Fair. fan. Hey, Roger. What's up, Roger? Yeah, uh, well, yeah, really exciting that uh, to lock in this uh, number one seat. I got to say this. It just came to my mind, been watching basketball a lot, <laughs> a long time, but Bledsoe remind me, I don't know if any anybody out there remembers Al Adels. He played for San Francisco Warriors. He was about the same size as Bledsoe. Anyways, a real tough guy. I know Chamberlain said he'd be the last person he wanna uh, 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 mess with in the entire NBA. Other thing, a shout out to I think it's Marco. Did he say he's in Huntsville, Alabama? That's where yep. I'm headed next year and. Uh, just uh, just 30 miles south of there, Gunnersville Lake. So 
Maybe I have to hook up with Marco. Why are you going down there for? You're moving down there? to escape these darn winners. Oh, I hear you. My girl wants to get out of here, too. I understand that. Hey, man, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Huntsville's a fun town. Birmingham's a fun town. I like Alabama. Been down there a couple different times for the Talladega race. NASCAR. Uh, okay, uh, what what do we have to do next? I'm sorry, I forgot. I think I think we are we're all set. We're all caught up. I think so. Okay, good. Uh, let's uh, take a quick time. I'll come back. We'll hear from Matt Velasquez of the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and we'll look ahead to the Brooklyn Nets game coming up next. This guy's on the inside. After every game, listen to the Pick and Save Pro Hoops post game show for the latest from JS Online's Matt Velasquez. Brought to you by the law offices of Thomas Marola. This is Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. All right, all right. Bucks get the win 128 122. Joined now by Matt Velasquez in Philadelphia on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Matt, thoughts on what you saw tonight? Yeah, I just thought it was really impressive the way the Bucks were able to finish out that game. Um, they didn't lead at all in the second half until the final two minutes. Uh, you know, George Hill had that really strong seven seven point run, and you know, Giannis made a, a big block on Embiid. Brook Lopez had that uh, that that breakup, and they really just kind of kicked into a, a new gear at the end. You know, after it seemed like they'd been wavering for a lot of the game, you know, especially doing so without blood. So uh, Giannis was incredible, forty five points. Uh, 13 rebounds, six assists, five blocks, just doing it all, and looked like an MVP out there. Uh, just really impressive the way they were able uh, to finally clinch uh, the number one seed in the, in the in the league. Okay, so that's in, in unbelievable. Most Bucks fans still can't believe that they have the best record in the NBA, having the number one seed going into the playoffs. What did you make of Bledsoe and Embiid there in the beginning of the game? You know, I, I thought I know a lot of fans are complaining about the the way the call went, but. I think that it was the right call. Um, you know, Embiid got a little shove in there, uh, the part of the, the box out, I guess. Uh, Bledsoe, after the shot had gone in, dead ball situation with the, the forearm to Embiid's back. If that was about to be called a technical, and then Embiid throws the ball towards Bledsoe, which was going to get him a technical too, and, and Bledsoe fires it back. You know, it pegs him good right in the chest. I mean, if you're going to get thrown out, might as well get a good shot in there. Um, you know, I, I think it all went the way that it should have been called. Um, you know, Bledsoe generally needs to – you know, be able to control his frustrations a little bit more there. Uh, you know, the team's going to need him uh, down the stretch. You know, they can't be losing him for games like that. Um, you know, but it was just really impressive the way they were able to hold on and get enough, especially from George Hill, his replacement uh, down in the final few minutes. Matt, uh, one one last thing for you. Uh, of the guys that are out, Snell, Miritich, Brogdon, uh, do you think all will be back by the second round of the playoffs? I, I think so. I think the goal uh, for Miritich and Snell is to be back in time for the first round of the playoffs. Uh, Miritich is on a trip. Snell's been progressing, doing lots of you know working out with the, the trainers here. Um, but I, I think that you know the, the reports from Miritich have been good. Um, they're hoping that you know regardless of what it, how long it takes that it'll be early in that first round or by the first round. Uh, and then Brogdon would be back around around the beginning of May, so around the time the second round uh, comes around. Thank you so much for coming on. Are you uh, going to be covering the last three games, or are you taking the last uh, three games off? Uh, I think I'm going to take Saturday, hand that off to my uh, more than capable colleague, Ben Steele. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. But after that, I'll be getting ready to get back in the saddle uh, for the last two and then hit the ground running for the playoffs. Beautiful. All right. Uh, thank you very much, Matt, and uh, we will talk to you as we get closer to the postseason. All right, sounds good. There he is, Matt Velasquez on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Looking to buy, build, renovate, or refinance in 2019? Look no further and call Great Midwest Bank today. Great Midwest Bank, providing simply local common-sense lending to your community since 1935. What about the next game? What do you expect from this team now? Time for some forward thinking. Sponsored by Forward Financial Partners. Moving forward together. Find your way at ffpwi.com. All right, forward thinking time. There's really nothing to think about, to be honest with you. It's just, the Bro- it's played the Nets. It's the Brooklyn Nets. They're coming up next. You could still see them in the playoffs because six, seven, eight, nine is all jacked up. And you have no idea who you're going to play. It could come down to the last game of the year as far as who you play in that first round. To be honest with you, Brooklyn, Orlando, Detroit, Miami, who cares? Just line them up, knock them down, and let's get ready for the real playoffs in the second round. 
boy, I do sound cocky. Whoever would have thought we'd be at this point, but it really is what I think. I, I just don't think anybody has a chance of beating this team in the first Michael round. Michael Carter-Williams and the Orlando Magic sit in the eighth seed right now. They've given the Bucks problems, though. I mean, they have in the Without regular Giannis, season. Yes. In the regular season, they have, yeah. But I don't think they can handle them in the playoffs. I don't. So, we'll see. 128-122, Bucks over the Sixers. We'll talk to you next on the Wendy's Big Show coming up tomorrow afternoon at 2. We'll have Adam McKelvey of the Brewers at uh, 448 like normal. Gary Wolfel joins us at 348. He's been around this team forever in a day, too. I bet you he never thought this day would come either. We'll talk to him at 348. Enjoy the rest of your night. And uh, who's coming up next? Pharrell on the bench. Stay tuned. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.